0: ladies and gentlemen for decades he was the host of mike and mike he spent an an eternity at espn i worked with him for about uh, 18 months and that was a hoot and a holler he's had pete Genesini as a producer and survived to tell about it and now he's got this brand new app super squares that he's going to be explaining to everybody it is an honor to have you on the show mike golick how are you man
1: I'm doing well and I'm I'm reminiscing about the days of the Syracuse grads at ESPN. And not only that, probably <laughs> the biggest one I was with, and it was amazing, was when I was calling college games with Mike Tarico.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, he's a, a he's a he's a huge Syracuse alum. Walking on a campus or being
1: in a campus <laughs> with Mike Tarico. It's like when you're with him, people like kisses ring like the Pope. It's stunning. We're out to dinner the night before the the, the game, and people are coming up and saying hi to Mike and saying, hey, we'll buy your (laughs) dinner. And Mike is, you know, the broadcasting 101 handbook is saying, no, 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 you can't buy our meal. I'm sitting there going... Hell yeah, Hell you yeah! You buy-, <laughs> buy some drinks, buy us a bottle of wine. I'm not going to talk about your team any better because of that. I'm just going to take your money and let you feed me. But Tirico, about as moralistic as can be, it's <laughs> like, no, 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 we'll pay for it. We can't let you pay for it. But he, the dude on that campus is unreal.
0: <laughs> it's priceless. And I'll tell you real quick, the, the, the weirdest Mike Tarico experience because I mean his name is now everywhere there. Yeah. I mean it's it, it's it's wild. I teach a class up there, and because of COVID this year, they moved us to a bigger classroom. You know, so people could be more spread out. Right. They, they said I got I have a text message on my phone says go to the Tarico room. The Tarico room. <laughs> he's got a classroom out there named after. Him. Really? I couldn't believe it. I said that. And I'm not trying to belittle Mike Tariqa. I'm a massive fan of his, and he was a great alum and a mentor. But he has a classroom. Now, they don't do that just because you're nice. Listen, he
1: gets a classroom. The only thing I would get at Notre Dame is like a concession stand. That would be the goal of concession. Come get your food at the goal of concession stand. (laughs) There would be no classroom for me. No.
0: That's great. All right, we I could do this for a half hour. I, I, I we, we, we could do and I as soon as I found out that you were coming on the show, I ran to get the Syracuse shirt because I know how big a <laughs> Notre Dame guy you are. I had to do it. I had to I had to represent. And you borrowed our conference this year and that was awkward as all get out. And you're beating us, you know, to a bloody pulp. And I'm like, oh, this is this is wonderful for the program. This is that I'm so glad we came to do this and risk everybody's lives for this. Yeah, the only downside is we were hoping to come in for a year,
1: win the conference title, take the trophy home, and said, "Thanks, guys, we're going Thanks. back to See being independent." <laughs> Unfortunately, Clemson got in the way in the title game and and took care of us pretty easily there. So, but that'll be it, one and done until other logistics or finances change. Notre Dame will go back and they'll be independent again.
0: Obviously, this is our Super Bowl preview podcast, and I want to get to that. But but yeah. before we do, I think it's a, because I think it's going to tie in. Uh, tell us about Super Squares and tell us about how you got connected to Super Squares.
1: So it, it's a very, very cool thing um, because it's easy. And anybody who knows me knows I enjoy easy. And I got I got hooked up with it. And, it's, and there is a part of this that will also include that the guy I got hooked up with Matt Burke, who, who went to Harvard and, and played the center in the league for years. So he was on the wrong side of the ball. He always held everybody on the offensive line.
0: But <laughs> I mean, a, a great good guy. thing. It's a good thing you're not uh, using any opinions when you tell the story. It's very, Listen, very completely just the facts.
1: All offensive linemen cheat because they're the worst athletes on the field. That's just a fact. I mean, I'm not saying I never got beat. I got beat plenty of times by an old lineman, but on the scale of athletic ability, Offensive linemen know that they are on, <laughs> on the lowest part. I, I think they would even admit that. Hold on. Uh, but Schlereth, probably Schlereth is
0: on the line. Hold on a second. Hold yeah,
1: Schlereth, another Schlereth boy. That was a strong <laughs> dude right there. We had some nice battles.
0: But so, so and Schlereth the, would never talk to the media when he was a player. We weren't allowed to talk to him when I covered the Broncos. And now he's broadcasting on every platform under the sun. He's been on this show. He was great because
1: at, after I was done playing and I was covering games, I'd go out and do stuff for countdown and be at games. And he and I obviously knew each other because we played against each other. And I'd go in the locker room after the game in Denver and I'd say, Stink, listen, you know, can you get me an interview? He said, Mike, I am so sorry. I would love to, but our line, we will not, we get fined if we talk. So, but then you're right. We end up being, you know, partners on air (laughs) for NFL Live for a number of years. That's always how it is. Guys hate the media, hate the media. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, oh, the media, they're going to pay us to talk now. How great is this? Though Slareth didn't hate the media, they just would fine him if he talked to the media. So it was a little different there. That's right. But going back, so Matt Burke got me, you know, he called me up and explained this to me. And I said, okay, Matt, you got to really explain it to me because, you know, when you think of a a, a squares game and it's usually around the Super Bowl, what is it around the Super Bowl? 80 to 100 million square, you know, paper squares, those games go on sure. where you pick the two numbers and those are your numbers for the, for the game and such. So everybody has done that. So now it's become advanced and better and even easier. The way I look at it, remember, and I don't know if you remember this, but some people will, when you actually had to unfold a map to find out where you were going, now all you need for the instead of the paper squares is an app. So we've gone from map to app. It's that easy. Oh. And, and because I was a guy always that if I had to update my phone, I got in the fetal position and handed my phone to my wife or my kids. So I cause I could do it, but he explained this to me. And I've been doing it for the last few weeks and it is awesome. You know, you, you, the, the, the great line is it's easy as three, two, one, you make three predictions for a game. That's it. And, and normal predictions like total yards, Uh, Which team will have the most receiving yards and how much will that be as far as a receiver and then who wins a game so three predictions, you answer two questions. They show a couple of commercials during while you're setting it up and you actually have to answer questions about the commercials, but a point or two can separate winning from losing so you get points for actually answering those questions. And then the one, three, two, one. the one is you pick your square. But the difference here from the paper game is when you get your squares, a lot of times your, those numbers stay the same throughout. These squares change every quarter for you. So you get different numbers. So you don't get locked in with bad numbers. They'll change every quarter. So you have a different chance to oh, win.
0: Okay. So that's it. So
1: and it's very, very cool, very easy. You know, super square at supersquareshq, supersquares.com. It's yeah, it's easy. an
0: app on the phone. You can get it. An- I mean, it is yeah.
1: so easy to open the app and then it takes you through the game. You do the three, two, one, answer the three predictions, two questions, one square, and then the app does the rest. It adds up everything for you. And you can win there for the Super Bowl. You can win a two million dollar jackpot. There's two point mm-hmm. four million dollars in prizes. So there's a lot to win. And here's the here's the cool thing because What do you like to do in the Super Bowl? You like to get together in a house and everybody plays the squares at a house. You know, the big groups. You may not be able to do that this year. You may not be able to get those groups together. But what you can also do here, and again, this is very easy because again, I can do it, is when you're in the app, you can join a skybox. So basically a skybox is, if you and I had 20 people together at your house where you're buying all the beer and all the food and feeding all of us, okay, and we want to play a game, we can join a skybox at your house and just That's the 20 really. of us can play in one group. That's and cool. then not only does can you win your skybox group, but that score can win the national prize as well. So you can win two prizes. You can double your prizes. Now here's the cool thing that if people want to try it, if this is where you can help some people as well, um, you can, when you're signing up, you can add a buddy. Like you can add me as your buddy, or I add you as my buddy and say I win something and you're my buddy, guess what? You win the exact same thing. It doesn't take anything away from me, but if I make you my buddy, you win exactly what I win. Well, and so I could, was going to
0: suggest to Rico, but now I don't want to do that. If, if no, there's money involved, I'm not doing that.
1: There you go, but we'll be buddies <laughs> and then we win whatever the winner gets, the buddy gets the same thing. But what we're going to ask some people to do, if you would, if you want to do this and, have, and, and, and help some people, if you make your buddy gridiron, so again, the word is gridiron, make your buddy gridiron. Matt Burke and I are also on the board of a group called Gridiron Great, something that Mike Dick has started. And this is a this is something that helps former players, you know, who played a long time ago and even up to now, but have fallen on hard times and, and flat out just need some help, you know, whether it's medical help, mental health, whatever, they need some help and they can't get it. So if you make if you put Gridiron down as your buddy and you win something again, you win that, and then that gets matched and it goes to Gridiron, so we can raise some money to help out uh, some some guys that have played the game and hit on hard times. So that that's a I, I think that that's a pretty cool thing uh, that you can do. And I, by the way, I'm gonna I plan on having a monster skybox for the Super Bowl. My password is going. I'm giving you my password right now. I'm giving you my password. My password is going to be gold. And you can be able to get into my skybox and whoever wins in my skybox is going to win a $250 card for the pro football hall of fame for all the gear that they sell. So oh. I'm going to let everybody jump into my skybox. And again, you can still have the buddy gridiron. iron. It, it I, I, don't, I, I don't know if I'm explaining it too much. If it sounds difficult, I'm telling you, it's not. Go to the app and it just spells everything out for you it is so easy to do
0: well and uh, it's great that you guys have partnered with Twitch cuz they put it on the front page so they're explaining it to, to them that's wonderful and uh so you you can go to the super the super squares Twitch page say that 10 times fast yeah and you can um you can go to that page and you can see all the developments as the games are going on. So you can it, it go and yeah. have this on another screen. And
1: it, it shows the game that's going on. It shows what your score is. It does all the math for you. Thank God. And again, we're getting to the biggest squares game there is in super bowl. So it's time to upgrade from the paper squares to the the, the, the app. Again, that's oh. super squares, HQ, SuperSquares.com. And you can you can be in people's skybox. It is just a ball to do. And oh, by the way, it's free. It's easy, and you win stuff. What's better than that?
0: Well, and I remember talking to our buddy uh, Tim, our mutual friend Tim, about yeah. this uh, months ago. We forwarded I I think it had just launched, and they were talking about this. And what I remember was they were developing the virtual groups, the you know the, how you could have the virtual groups pre pandemic. Yeah, that was not something where it was a knee-jerk reaction to change their thing because of the pandemic, this was always their plan, which I think is fascinating. And just the idea, you know, there's these forward-thinking companies. You remember when the whole thing first came down and Rudy Gobert tests positive and uh, GM GM says, well, nobody's driving anywhere, so we're going to stop making cars, but people need ventilators, so let's make ventilators. And everybody applauded them, right? Right. This is something that they were ahead of the curve because as people are saying, well, I'm stuck in my house. What can I do? They were rolling this thing out. And I just thought it was very fortuitous that they had this kind of thinking before the pandemic was a big deal.
1: Yeah, I mean, they, they are, have been ahead of their time in this. And the way they're going forward with more plans that we don't, even, we don't want to get into now, but plans even going forward. But listen, everything's an app now. And what you need to do is make it an app make it easy to get to and make it easy to navigate. Cause the worst thing you want to do is get on an app or get into a site. And all of a sudden you're like going from page to page and get lost. This explains everything. As I said, you know, guys, your age are going to get it easy. Cause you guys all grew up now in an app world. I didn't. So got people that how are young, little,
0: he thinks I am. That's good.
1: <laughs> well, maybe a little younger than, than even you. Uh, <laughs> people, my age grew up in a paper world and, and we needed to adapt like my show, you know, two decades of being on air. Hell, when I first started, we were getting faxes from, from (laughs) listeners, you know, and that fax would fall behind the the fax machine. You'd have to dig it out, you know, to now you get instant, like, you know, you get instant response on Twitter. So you have to just kind of adapt to it. And that's what these guys have done. They made it an app, they made it simple and they made it free and you can win. It's it's just, it's a very cool thing. I, I, I rarely get really excited about stuff, but I'm happy because I can figure it out. And I'm happy because I'm doing pretty well. it.
0: Well, and it's funny because I want to I want to transition to uh, this weekend's and get your thoughts on the on these games. But I do have one random story uh, that that really was kind of weird. And it turns out that when I was working for the ESPN New York station, so I worked for the ESPN New York station and we would do crossovers with Mike and Mike. Right. And Mike Greenberg was a massive Jets fan. So he like monopolized all the appearances. And so people were like, didn't you ever work with Golik? And I said, Yeah, but he never came on. And yeah. and and there was a running gag that you hated me. That was the running gag like everybody was doing because because Mike Greenberg was always on, even though I found out later on that he monopolized everything because of, of his beloved New York Jets.
1: It uh <laughs> it, it wasn't a gag. I'm oh, I see. Sorry. I, yeah, I hate for this to be the time for me to break it to you. But, you know. Right
0: after we plugged the whole app and everything. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> then notice how I waited until after to let you know. It but, no, have. I mean, listen. And well, Greeny, he listen, grew up there as well. So he, he yeah. is New York. And he loved, obviously, the Jets, which is just misery to any Jet fan out there. Oh, uh, so, so he always would like to go on to talk Jets because, for him, it was a therapy session.
0: Right. Right, right. (laughs) That's so funny. This is our Super Bowl preview podcast. We do one of these, at least one of these, every year. And Mike Golick has been great so far. More with Mike in just a second. But there is a lot to bet on. And if you're going to gamble once a year, this is the week you do it. Well, this in the NCAA tournament, and maybe a presidential election. Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers... In Tampa, very weird, very strange. The head odds maker at Bovada Sportsbook is our friend Patrick Morrow. And Patrick, I'll start it off with this. Has the line changed since last week? Has anything happened to change the line this week?
2: Not too much, Seth. Uh, Looking in at the line right now, uh, we we have a very artificial movement where The Chiefs were minus three and a half, minus 105, so a smaller uh, payout price on that uh, minus three and a half. And we've since moved to minus three, minus 120 for the Chiefs. So, uh, you know, how that correlates in relation to a money line movement, not too much. The Chiefs have since gone from minus 175 to minus 165 at Bovada. And what we're seeing so far with the action uh, distribution is similar to what we touched on last week this idea that when you have a short spread uh, the underdog money line becomes much more popular than the handicap and on the flip side with the favorite uh, laying that three at only minus 120 becomes more popular than taking the Chiefs money line a lot of people figure with a small line well there's a decent chance if Tampa covers they'll win the game outright and not thinking that that three really does represent that you know about 20% or so chance that the game could land on three itself so it is usually uh, the case uh, in games like this with short spreads that we do see that kind of split so as it currently stands and knock on wood that this continues to be the case we at bavada don't really care who wins the game uh which is quite nice for us so far uh any bookmaker will tell you you know if with the household if we can get equal action on both sides that's pretty good for us so we are hoping that holds true We'll likely have a small position uh, come Sunday, but as it currently stands, we are not sweating this one out, at least on the main game line so far. Uh, It'll probably be in the prop section.
0: When the report came down that uh, the receiver, Demarcus Robinson, and backup center Daniel Kilgore were placed on the COVID list. Now that doesn't rule them out for Super Bowl 55. Did that touch the needle at all?
2: yeah i mean uh some people uh you know instantly bet uh, demarcus robinson under receiving yards for the game um that was about it i mean if he doesn't play uh it would just be no action so i'm not really sure what that race uh to the finish line was there but otherwise no not too much movement on the line so far i think part of that is that the chiefs just have an embarrassment of riches on the offensive side of the ball uh demarcus robinson Quite the talent in his own right, but I mean, with Kelsey, with Tyreek Hill, with Sammy Watkins, and the list goes on and on and on, they have so many different options to look at there. And a receiver that's probably not, uh, certainly not the top two, but probably not the top three options on that, uh, just again, embarrassment of Rich's Casey offense did not move the needle too much in terms of who's expecting to win the game and by how much.
0: Both, by the way, could still play Sunday, and they have to have five consecutive days. Of negative tests. Uh, The Chiefs are prepping at home. They are staying in Kansas City and they're not arriving in Tampa until Saturday one day before playing the Buccaneers. That's really strange. If it's any other team, I don't think it's a big deal for them because they just did it. They just did the Super Bowl, so they're not out there going, oh my goodness, think about what we missed. It's not working like that.
2: Yeah. And I I think uh, for a lot of players this week, um, you know, they may appreciate the lack of distraction that comes with maybe the, uh, you know, the generic, the historical uh, media week leading up to Super Bowl. So, uh, you know, they they maybe have been able to take on a little bit uh, more rest, relaxation, a little bit more focus on the game itself. I mean, there is this kind of Super Bowl narrative that teams do get off to a bit of a slow start in those games because of the layoff, because of the distractions around the game itself. The game sometimes almost seen as an afterthought by some people after the two weeks, building it up. You know, the talk about, uh, you know, the various things uh, adjacent to the game itself. Um, So I, I think that's kind of an interesting takeaway. I mean, for someone like me, Uh, we got to follow the Media Week stuff uh, in usual years because we'll usually post props around that as well. And, you know, we'll see if there's something we can glean into, although there's not usually too much. I'm always thinking of uh, Marshawn Lynch's approach to Media Week, and that's usually how I felt about it in the past as well. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see if these two teams come out with a bit of a faster start than we've seen in some other Super Bowls, where generally speaking, that first quarter uh, tends to have a bit of missteps, at least looking back to the last three or four.
0: Well, and, and and I I just want to stick to the on the field, the actual game play. So I'm not talking about props such as uh commercials, I'm not going to do anything with the anthem, the halftime like we we talked about that last week. On the actual field uh is the most money bet on the quarterbacks.
2: Yeah, very much so and and across the spectrum, too. Not just on their individual uh passing performances, but One of the biggest prop bets that people bet on for the Super Bowl is the Super Bowl MVP. And there's a good reason why the QBs are two of the most uh, bet on of all the players that you could bet for the MVP prop at Bovada. Uh, And that's because I think something like 55% of all Super Bowl MVPs have been the QB. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, I mean, and if you're looking at a game like this, uh, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, and also a lot of options as well, uh, whether it's Godwin, whether it's Evans, whether it's a throwback and Gronk, cameron brate you know two couple a couple of running backs there there's this idea that if tampa bay wins the super bowl uh it's brady or the defense because what are the odds that just one of those receivers is going to stand out enough to get the stats needed uh tom brady at two to one patrick mahomes at minus 120 at bavada and between the two of them they've taken about 35 percent of all betting handle on the mvp odds uh Otherwise, when it comes to QB betting in this game, uh, it's rushing yards for both uh, Brady and Mahomes. It's will either score a touchdown, how many touchdown passes will they throw, how many passing yards, whether it's full game, first half, will they throw an interception? I mean, really anything. I mean, the the NFL has become a passing league and that also translates into how people bet props with us as well. They are the most attractive players uh, when it comes to betting on positive or negative performance. And also uh, because they just have that much of an impact on the game itself. If you're betting on the Chiefs, you're betting on Mahomes and you're betting on Tom Brady if you're betting on Tampa. And maybe you're thinking a little bit about uh, Tampa Bay or that Kansas City offensive line and how many sacks Tampa Bay might be able to get on them with that Eric Fisher uh, injury. But most people just don't look too far outside of just the skill players, the impactful players, the players that are making those highlight reel uh, plays every Sunday. And I think that's why we see most of that action. Real quick, uh, aside from Brady, aside from uh, Patrick Mahomes for MVP, uh, the top, uh, the most popular players getting bet on for MVP are Tyreek Hill at 10 to 1, and then uh, Shaq Barrett and Jason Pierre Paul on the defensive side. Now, I think, uh, you know, there's this narrative that I saw crafted on Twitter from a pro better who's made a lot of money betting Tampa Bay this year. So he's got a lot of short sample size clout. But his thinking was that. If it's not Tom Brady on Tampa, it's going to be the defensive players that are going to get at Mahomes because that offensive line is a little bit weaker. And if you see JPP or Shaq Barrett with a couple sacks in that game, also props you can get that will either player get sacks and how many. Uh, There's this idea that, uh, you know, it could be a defensive trophy if it's not Tom Brady for Tampa Bay. And those players were available at 150 to 1 earlier in the week. Both of them now both down uh, around 50 to 1 at Bavada right now because of that handle. So, It's a game of performance. It's a game of narratives. Uh, I always hate doing MVP odds because they are narrative-driven odds aside from just pure performance. But, boy, does it keep us on our toes. And uh, we've really seen a really diverse amount of betting on the MVP as a result.
0: I would imagine most of the people listening to this podcast, this is not your first bet that you're ever playing, but it might be your first Super Bowl. What about – what tips do you have on how to – tackle the Super Bowl, how to have the most fun and get the most out of it.
2: Yeah, I mean, the Super Bowl definitely provides players with a lot of unique opportunities to bet the game. I mean, we talked about the hundreds and hundreds of different things we have up there at Bovada right now, but some good generic tips that have served me personally well, uh, betting the Super Bowl for as long as I have, is uh, you know first of all, bet boring. Um, When you're seeing a lot of these props that are basically yes-nos on something to happen. Uh, you know, generally speaking, you know, pe- people like to bet on things to happen. It's the same, you know, kind of old legacy attitude of over/under betting, where uh, often in big games you see that number inflated because people like to bet on things to happen. It's it's very boring to place your bet and hope that nothing occurs. So to that same extent, uh, you know, looking at these halftime specials, I mean, and I am not an expert on this. I have no idea if Ariana Grande is going to be on stage with the weekend. I have no idea of their relationship together, whether they even know each other. But I do know that stuff like this, generally speaking, gets bet yes more than it does no. So there are likely opportunities in these scenarios for whether it's that, whether how long will Biden be mentioned during the game, all this kind of stuff generally gets inflated on the yes side, it becomes a boring bet. So I would say, uh, you know, keeping that in mind and betting boring is usually a good way to make a buck on the Super Bowl. Uh, My other two tips are if you missed something early, look to bet it late. And for that, I mean player props. If there was something that, uh, you know, you didn't expect, uh, let's say, a running back to do particularly well in this game, let's say uh, Daryl Williams, for example. Uh, And I'll even give that as a free one as well. I really like him under 40 and a half as a running back uh, at Bovada. Right now, this line exists. I don't know how much longer it will after I put this out there. But if you miss something early, look to bet it late. And the reason why I say that is between now and Sunday, specifically, if you look about a half hour, hour before the game, you will see a lot more public money come in and beef up some of these numbers again. Because, again, generally speaking, the public likes to bet on things to happen. So if you were looking to bet something and the numbers already moved against you, I'd say circle back about 30 minutes to one hour before the game time on Sunday. There's a decent chance that that number climbs again and you can get back at that number you were looking to earlier in the week. Uh, My last uh, tip that I would give, and this is specifically for the national anthem, Uh, Generally speaking, the National Anthem rehearsal takes place on the Friday. Um, It is usually that afternoon where information will leak out somewhere. Somewhere on Twitter. So I would suggest doing a couple things. Create some search terms around National Anthem rehearsal. And I would keep, not just Bovada, but uh, I'll get some grief for this, some competitor websites out there. And start seeing where National Anthem numbers move Friday afternoon. Because there will be a chance because it happens every year, that that rehearsal will leak. One sportsbook will start moving first, and I guarantee they'll all start moving in unison. So keep your eyes out for Friday afternoon anthem rehearsals. Currently, we have one minute 59 seconds for the over-under at Pavada. I would be certain that that is not where that line closes on Sunday, based on when that rehearsal info comes out. Uh, Last year, when it was uh, Demi Lovato, I think we went from 156 to 2.03, and then closed it at 151 after the anthem rehearsal. So we are certainly not pros at timing this, and we have the added challenge this year of it being a duet. The first time I think it's been a duet in at least a decade. I didn't look back any further than that, but it does make it difficult to try and combine R&B with country to try and figure out how they're going to get there. So if you can get that rehearsal info on Friday, and you know, if you want to be, uh, if you're looking for a bonus at Bavada, if you want to send that information to Pat Morrow before you uh, bet it. Uh, We would certainly appreciate that. But otherwise, I would say those are the best tips that I would have. Again, if you miss something early, look for it late. Bet on boring. Don't bet on the exciting, which I know is tough. And if you want to bet exciting, take some long shots on stuff like the Super Bowl MVP. I mean, that's where you can really have a little more fun betting exciting than will Biden be mentioned. How many times will they show the commissioner? Stuff like that. Generally speaking, that stuff does hit under more than it does hit over, so I'd keep that in mind. And again, with that in mind as well, you'll probably get a better price on those no's or unders closer to kickoff as well. Those are
0: great tips. Make sure to go to bovada.lv to get the latest odds and place your bets. It's the Super Bowl week. We thank Patrick Morrow of Bovada. Now back to our Super Bowl preview show with Mike Golick. All right. So, looking at this game on Sunday, um, first of all, you've covered so many of these, and you've been a part of the NFL for so long. Does this feel like a normal Super Bowl week?
1: Oh no, it's not like a Super Bowl normal Super Bowl week at all. But I, I don't care. I I get jealous every single Super Bowl because I played nine years and I never sniffed the Super Bowl. So I am jealous of both these teams. I don't win or lose. You know, one of the one of the greatest, re, most ridiculous things, I guess I should say, I ever heard was someone who had won a Super Bowl and had lost a Super Bowl. And after they lost, they said they'd rather never go to a Super Bowl than go and lose. And I told I said, <laughs> stop it. You're so easy. It's very easy to say when you won one. If you've never been to one, I'll take what the hell happened to Buffalo, lose four in a row. at least I was there. So I am so jealous of both these teams that get there. So while the week from my perspective, wasn't the same because I'm normally down there all week and everything um, it's different. The game is still going to be the game. When they kick that ball off, those guys are going to be doing what what they normally would be doing.
0: Yeah. I just think the week of the experience and the fact that the chiefs were there last year. So they know what, yeah. They're not missing anything. Like they're not right. saying, Oh, I didn't get a chance to be at media day and, and and be at all those weird things and radio row. And I actually think that the radio row has turned into a social hour, you know, like, yeah. I don't know that, I don't know that the listener is served. I think the hosts are served because they have a great time. And I've been a part of that too. You agree with that? Oh, listen, you can tell by the ratings, you know, I know
1: for our show, our ratings were usually down on the super bowl because you had wall-to-wall guests, you know. Who you, you had almost four guests an hour for four hours, and they weren't it, it's just, connected it's, to each it's other. It's too much. Yeah. yeah, there's no there's no flow right. at all. So, and, and it showed in our ratings. People just didn't listen as much, at least to, to our show. And I'm sure it happened at other places as well over the years because it just is too disjointed that week. But you have to do it. You got to be down there. You got to be seen. Right. You know, you got to be in there with everybody else. But yeah, I, I quite honestly, I don't think it serves a great purpose.
0: I wonder what the future. I like. I wonder what the hybrid of the previous model to this model and how it all merges. But you said when they take the field, um, the home field advantage bit. Uh, they know the locker rooms. They know the stadium. There's, you know, twenty five or thirty percent fans there. Do the Buccaneers have a home field advantage when they take the field?
1: No, not a bit. I mean, know the locker room. What's there to know? All these players have been in a home locker room. They've been in a busy locker room. You got a locker. You got a training room. You got a bathroom. You got a toilet. You got a taping table. You're going to be okay. Is it okay um, if I
0: take the toilet part out of the podcast?
1: Yeah, you can if you'd like. <laughs> no problem. You know, normally in a home game, to a home game in Tampa Bay, you got 65 70,000 Tampa Bay fans. Even if this were a regular year, you know – all 65,000 tickets aren't going to Tampa Bay fans. It's, it's a lot of the businesses and white collar thing and all that. So it's different now. There's only going to be 22,000 fans. A lot of them, which I think is very cool, are going to be healthcare workers from around the country. So there isn't that loud when the other team has the ball, the crowd's going nuts to try and make them so they can't hear the signals and have an illegal procedure. That's not going to happen. Kansas City, it's not like they're spending the week in Tampa Bay, so they're sleeping out of their own beds. They're not going till Saturday like a regular road game. So to me, there is no advantage. It's cool. They're the first team to have it in their home stadium, but to me, there's no advantage at all.
0: You know, it's, it's funny because it's made for television. I mean, you have the young star in Mahomes, and I get to tell my Patrick Mahomes story because I kind of played catch with him when he was a kid, And uh, Pat and Tom Brady, who has been in the Super Bowl so many years that there are people who don't watch any other football game. Uh, You know, there are fans. There's a huge chunk of this country doesn't watch one NFL game until the Super Bowl. And they're going to be like, oh, my God, him again. It's made for television. But do you think this matchup is as enticing as CBS does?
1: Oh yeah. Oh, it definitely is because you have people considered the greatest of all time and for, for and, and then the, the best quarterback in the game right now. So those casual fans that don't normally watch, we know they like to tune in for the commercials and, and it's, a, and what's going to be interesting this year is there's not going to be as many home parties or get together at bars. So I wonder how that's going to affect it. Um, but I still think for the casual fan, that there's enough star power, it's Tom Brady. It's the next great in Patrick Mahomes. Everybody is going to be, again, what the casual fan is going to want to see is a game in the 30s or the 40s. Me, I'd love to see a good old-fashioned 10-6 defensive game as a former defensive player, but people want to see points. That's the game today, and you have two teams, especially in the Kansas City Chiefs, that can put up points. So I think from that respect, it'll it'll be entertaining.
0: Uh, I've been a huge supporter from a distance in Andy Reed. I just I, I I think the guy, I think the world of him. He's been through so much in his life and you know to see him win was so rewarding personally. Just again from an outsider and I make no secret about the people in sports that I know very well, you know Mike Shanahan or Mike Holmgren, I know there are people. I don't know Andy Reed. Is he is he as advertised? Is is he as good as is he as good a person as I want him to be? I'm fortunate
1: enough. I know him extremely I know well. That's and, my ass. He is a great guy. Here's what I could never understand. So when I played in Philly there with Buddy Ryan, and Buddy Ryan was beloved in Philly. We were that blue-collar team. Buddy was that tough, aggressive guy. And in Philly, they loved it. We never won a playoff game under Buddy Ryan, right? Never won. We got to the first round a few times, and we lost. And Andy Reid coaches in Philly and he gets sort of what national champ or I mean, NFC championship, what four or five times makes it to the Super Bowl one time, even though they lost. And when he finally left there, people were happy. He was gone. He got no love there. And he won. I was always so damn amazed by that. What he has done is is incredible. He's a great guy. He cares about the players. I love his system, you know, guys moving all over the place. I I don't think he gets the love he should. I I think he wins this and keeps going the way he's going. He's going to end up in the Hall of Fame deservedly. So, but yes, as a person too, he is a great guy. I love the guy.
0: It seems it's he seems like it. He just seems like somebody you'd yeah. want to play, you know, go through a wall for and you yeah. know that and that's something that's really interesting about you know coaching in this day and age when the contracts are what they are and you know training camp is what it is you know training camp is so different now and the yeah. the, the coaches have so little actual hands on time with these players that it's hard to find somebody that I, I wonder how much a coach can actually impact now because you know you have your schemes you have your stuff And yet, Andy Reid, if you listen to Mahomes and and Kelsey, like the way these players talk about Andy Reid, it's literally like they cannot play harder for him.
1: Yeah, you know, head coaches, even though, like you said, you're not as hands on, you can still set the personality of that team. And then if you get to a veteran team, you let that team take care of the locker room, but they know how you want the team run. So it's like anything else. If you get the leaders to buy in what you're selling, it's going to trickle down to the rest of the team. And Andy has that
0: Uh, other side, Brady, Um, you know, we talk about his legacy and there are people, Brady is, is the ultimate American quarterback. Half the country loves him and half the country can't stand him. And nobody's on the fence. Nobody is casual about Tom Brady. Why is that in your opinion?
1: Well, I, I think some of it is because all the winning in New England, this, the thought of arrogance in New England, the fact that they got caught cheating a couple of times in New England. To me, I, I, don't, I don't put any of that into it. Not at all. They, they deserve everything they have without question. So I think there's that. I, and I also think there is we love you until you're at the top too long. We love you as you're climbing a mountain, then you get to the top of the mountain, and then we start to find ways to tear you down. Let's see if Mahomes wins another Super Bowl, maybe three in five years. He's considered the best quarterback in the game. Just start to do something with him. You know, I, That's what I think. We love a guy that's climbing to the top, but all of a sudden, when you've planted your flag at the top, like Brady has done, then I think you know you start to get torn down a little bit. And if you have other side things like that, like some of the things that went on in New England, that adds to it. But listen, love him. You can love him. You can hate him. But you can't deny what he has done and where his greatness is.
0: No, I, I and you're absolutely right. Um, it's funny how you just people vouch for him. Um, I, you know, I consider myself very tight with uh, Jay Feely, who was in his wedding. And Jay swears by the guy, like he just is. Like Tom Brady is everything that, that, that he is, and I look at Mahomes, and I know the stock where he came from. I know his dad. I just spoke to his dad. I I know his godfather, Latroy Hawkins, and you know Tory Hunter is a, is a close friend, and those are the those guys are the salt of the earth. So I know. Patrick Mahomes, you know, and I and I believe in them. And I do think in this day and age with social media, what it is and and technology, what it is, those are things that people gravitate towards, you know, to hear that Patrick Mahomes is a good guy, to see when there is social unrest, the way Patrick Mahomes spoke up in Kansas City, to see things like that, I think, endear people because you know, nowadays with technology, the way it is, you don't have to be in Kansas city to be a chiefs fan.
1: No, I no say, you don't. there's no
0: reason for a New Yorker to be a Knicks fan anymore. Like he can be, you can like, if you like Giannis, go root for the bucks. No one you know, can stop you from getting the games.
1: Social media has done that to so where athletes can put out what they want about themselves. Right. And they can project that image. But also if you do one thing on the other side of that, I mean, Look at all the stuff coming back on Tom because he wore a MAGA hat at one time, right? So that's another reason. A lot of that one thing. Sure. So a lot of people will throw darts because of that and won't won't ever consider him the greatest or this great guy or anything because he did that. But that's what social media does. You don't know the person. I, I don't I know Andy Reid way better than I know Tom Brady. I don't know Tom Brady. I, I don't know him at all. So, and most people don't that's true of any athlete you don't know them and how you the only way you get to know them are they visible on social media what are they portraying on social media that's what they're giving you to look at about them on social media but we truly don't know these people but you get your little bits of information and you decide from that i like the guy or i don't like the guy and that's and that's kind of where you go
0: I think it's a fascinating point. All right, as we as we continue here, let's bottom line this Super Bowl here. Uh, you know, we know the odds, the line is close. Um you know, make make a selection. You know, this podcast, the, the Super Bowl podcasts are always the most dated because the minute the game's over, we can't preview it anymore. People aren't right. listening to this. You know, the Monday or two. By the way, if you're listening to this in the future, let me know how the flying car is. Let me yeah. know how we beat COVID, <laughs> and let me know if Mike Golick was right in what I'm about to ask him. Who, who do you like in this game on Sunday?
1: Well, I mean, I I think it is going to be for those who want to see a high-scoring game, and people like that. Now, I love a 10-6 game, yeah, but I don't think you yeah. are getting that. So this is where I'm going. I'll get pretty specific. I think it'll be 31-31 late in the game. Mahomes has the ball, takes it down, puts him in position to get the game-winning field goal. Kansas City back-to-back 34-31, they get the win.
0: Oh, i'm printing that i'm totally printing that and that's wild because in some on some sports books the line is three and a half some places it's three and some places it's two and a half and literally that is going to come down to it yes (laughs) that's that's wild and that'll be a a lot of fun uh, on, on that we'll get back to sports with friends in just a moment but first did you know that i have another podcast that i do It's like Sports with Friends, but it's a little different. It's about the superhero sci-fi universe. I have been a fan of comic books, animation, movies. And when I started the Hall of Justice podcast, we wanted to do it for adults. Why did I name it the Hall of Justice? Because if you're old enough to know what the Hall of Justice is, you're our demographic. The idea of the show is to take the same passion that fans have for sports but to bring it to the superhero genre. We have movie reviews where we spoil the do no Don't worry, we warn you so that you can see it first. We also have celebrity guests where we interview actors, voice actors. The Hall of Justice podcast comes out every Thursday wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, the, the last question that I have for you as we uh, kind of put a bow on this, uh, and it's something that I wanted to open with, but you know, the fact that I found the Syracuse shirt was much better. Um, (laughs) uh, How quickly after 20 years of doing mornings, did your body adjust to getting up at a normal time? How hard was it to like not get up at three in the morning or four in the morning, whenever you did. Here's the one thing I'm most proud of in the 23
1: years and actually two years in Arizona before I got to ESPN. So 25 years, I did morning radio out there as well uh and with the, with the time change I got up at 4 15 for 25 years and I only set one alarm and I never overslept on the alarm like my son Mike when he was doing the morning show with me yeah. he set like he sets like 10 alarms oh you know, I got 76 alarms, alarms. alarms
0: on my phone I had,
1: I set one and I was never once in 25 years late to the show so I got used to now when I, the show ended I, I still, at 4.15, even though the alarm wasn't on, I'd kind of wake up. Sure. I would say it took about three weeks yeah. for me to, I would wake up and go back to sleep, wake up, go back to sleep, you know, and then slowly just start sleeping through it. So I'd say it took about three weeks. So we'll see in the future if I end up doing another morning show, I'm going to have to start that stinking process all over again.
0: Yeah, I can just I can just imagine they have these um these these apps now where your wat your your wrist will uh, vibrate vibrate yeah so it doesn't wake up anybody in your house and you wake up like it's a it's a really peaceful way to wake up like when when it happens and and it's, and all I wondered because you know I've done a bunch of morning shows and when you do a morning show your body adjusts like you're able to yes. be a functioning human yes. being but after that must have been over man. Like I, I just, I just want. I, it was exactly what I thought about when I thought about what your post, you know, ESPN radio career was going to be.
1: One of the most weird things is staying up later now. Like I was usually in bed, yeah. like physically in bed, like at eight o'clock, and but sometimes I wouldn't fall asleep till so like. The first nine time you see
0: a West Coast baseball game. <laughs> exactly.
1: Now all of a sudden, you know, the the Lakers are playing at night, and I'm watching it. You know i mean i'm up 10 11 12 o'clock i'm like oh my god is this what it's like to be up this late i
0: hadn't done it in so long so it's pretty cool yeah no 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 secret whatsoever uh again it's super squares uh go to their twitch channel it's in our chat if you're watching on twitch sports go over to uh, my chat you can see uh super squares and and the links and the keywords i posted the keywords that you're supposed to remember uh mike i've been an admirer for for a long time congratulations on not only a great playing career but a great post-playing career and ready to see what the next chapter is my friend
1: thanks i appreciate it yeah i'm too young to be out of it i'll, I'll be back in this again so i look forward to it thanks
0: i can't wait uh, mike golick ladies and gentlemen right here on sports with friends and uh, don't forget to next week shannon dreyer's part two This was a special Super Bowl podcast, so we had to do it on Super Bowl week. Shannon was so incredible, but uh, I had to make sure that we did something Super Bowl week and we had already committed uh, to Mike and he had already committed to coming on and it worked out very, very nicely. So yeah, part one was last week and part two is next week. Uh, But hey, listen, it's a podcast and sometimes we just got to roll with it. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Please be safe. That's all I ask. Be safe and feel free to gamble your little till your heart's content. Have a great time. Enjoy what should be a great game. I'm going Chiefs. I'm rooting for the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is my boy. Latroy Hawkins is his godfather. Supposedly I played catch with him. Um, and Tom Brady's a cheater. And I've said that for a long time. And I'm ne- I've never been a fan of Tom Brady. I'm an admirer of Tom Brady. I'm not a fan. It's just the way things go. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. I'm sure people are unsubscribing as they speak as they heard me say that. <laughs> Don't worry. This is all about friendship. This is sports with friends. If you want me to stay, I'll be around. see, I'm about to go, and then you'll know for me to stay, I got to be me.
1: You'll never be in doubt, that's what it's all about. You can't take me for granted and smile.
0: please, I'm gone, forget to reach me by phone.
2: That you really are now. We got to get
0: in straight. How could I ever be late when you're my woman?